speaking. Cameron is speaking. Hello, Andy. Hello, Chris. Round. Ladies and gentlemen. To publish, perish, or podcast your opportunity to look behind the scenes of science to see if science likes DIY. I'm Andy Stapleton, and joining me today are Cameron Schmoopy Shearer. Hello. And Christopher T. Bag Gibson. Namaste, BA. Namaste, Schmoopy. All right, Schmoops. Actually, good timing with that one because I just saw you got some new drill bits. I do. Yeah. I'm planning on DIYing. I've got drill bits on my kitchen bench. And they've been there for two weeks. That's right. That's a perfect DIY approach. That's fine, yes. man. That's fine. You've got to get the stuff first. Get the you? stuff, let it sit around, and then wait until you're physically annoyed before <laughs> doing it. The stuff is a crucial element in the DIY. But I haven't put it away yet. It's on the kitchen bench. Okay. You've had, the so job's half done. That means yeah. The job's half done. Yeah. I haven't given up on the job. That's commitment. Good. Are you a DIY normally? Uh, sometimes. It's mm. kind of a... If I'm going to enjoy it, I'm happy to do it. But if it's going to be a chore, I'd rather just pay what's someone whose job it is to do it. Yeah, what's something that you would enjoy? I like gardening. Oh, uh, maybe some simple woodwork. Simple. <laughs> yeah. Gardening and simple stuff. Yeah. Good. Gibbo? I like mowing the lawns. It's not di- That's not that's DIY. Gardening, that's, that's it is, it, is like, in our, it is in our house. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Do it yourself. My wife likes the, the lawn cut really long, so we I put it up to the highest level. Oh yeah. So it's just like wheeling it over. It just no, it's like give, it's cutting off the tips. Yeah, there's no there's no resistance at yeah. all. So um no, I'm not a real fan of DIY, I have to admit. Mm. I find it sort of boring and Would you rather pay someone? Uh yeah, on average, yes. Yeah. On average, yes, I would. I'm too busy, too much science to do. Good. I mean, Andy, you've done a few things yourself. Oh, I love bit of uh, DIY me. Couple famous ones like Soda Stream. I did, yeah, DIY Soda Stream. Well, did no, that. Man. What else? You've been fixing phones recently. Uh, I yeah, repaired my own phone. Is that DIY? I always think well, you of did like it yourself. I, I did do it myself. <laughs> Who did it for you? Me. <laughs> well, then <laughs> that's doing myself. it yourself. Yeah, I fixed my phone with a soldering iron. I fixed uh, our recording equipment with the soldering iron as well. Oh, I reused we it. Need it. Yeah. Oh Read yeah, you did thing. mention that. Yeah, yeah it was crackly, wasn't it? Was it was crackly. Um, so look, I love a, a good DIY, and I want to do a massive shout out to YouTube because without YouTube, there's it would not be happening. Oh yeah, I know. It's incredible, isn't it? It's like a really primitive matrix. Yeah, actually, in terms of gardening, like I laid a foundation, I laid like a, a tiny path thing or a bordering. Well, I don't know what. I don't even know what it's called, but. YouTube, YouTube all the way. Yep. YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. Mm. Oh, so other DIY things I do is I uh, <laughs> thanks. Load, no one asked, Chris. Yeah. I load and no unload the dishwasher, and I take out the bins. I don't think any the- of that is DIY again. Um, uh, I, importantly, he might be in on that joke. I think he's in on that joke. <laughs> no, I don't. Look at his face. <laughs> look at his face. I'm not sure. Um, it's real DIY. Would science do DIY? Yes, I think they're all experiments, uh, at least in some part, DIY. Yeah, good right. Point. Good point. It's not like science is calling in a scientist to do something for it. It's doing it all itself. Or is science on, is- calling in all scientists <laughs> to do it for it? No. I think I think that one. I I don't think science would do DIY. Um, it's Why? got it's got more important things to do. Like what? Like uh, real science. Real science, I guess. Yeah. 
But yeah. DIY science? Are we counting DIY? So what would what, what would be DIY for science? Would that be like making planets? No, that's more something like a mythical being like God would do. <laughs> well, who made the planets? Science made the planets. There we are. Thanks, science. Mm. The creation story. <laughs> um, no, I, 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 said, I said that really just to be contrary. I mean, I suppose science probably would do DIY. Yeah. You know, it, it wants to, it, it wants things done properly. Who's going to do things better or more properly or more proper, proper. than science? Good question. Good, huh? good point. Good point. No one. So I'm on sorry. That, no one. I agree. Science would do DIY because would God do better? No. No. Mother Nature do better? No. No. The Satan do better? Yeah. No. Maybe. Might have to cut some of that out. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen these? You probably haven't seen these TV ads recently around here where a bank is advertising that they help small businesses by organizing air taskers to do stuff for them. Oh, no. No, I haven't seen so, that. I mean, Chris, air tasker is this what is that? online platform where you put up a job and then people bid to do that job. So you can say, oh, really? I need 10 cantilevers calibrated. Do it. Someone will come on back to you saying, I'll do that for you for $5. Ooh, and then, and okay. then there's a five-star rating for how good you are at doing the tasks. Yeah, they won't be very good, I'm sure. How close are we for air taskers coming into the labs? Oh, yeah, here we go. Oh, my. Well, there That's a great is, idea. Yeah, that's yeah, a great yeah. business idea. Yeah. Hang on. what in a, in a lab, what's the most challenging or annoying thing you have to do daily? Uh, just generally clean or to no. just... Go to the store and pick up gloves. So, would you pay? <laughs> this is it. Would you pay your own money for someone to make that easier for you? Sometimes, yes. Ooh, okay, there we are. Gibbo? Uh, I probably wouldn't, but I, I think there would be a huge demand for that. I mean, there'd be a lot of students out there or researchers who are like, I'll just get someone to do it all for me and I'll pay, That's them, true. pay them to do it at, at a bargain basement rate. Yeah, five at, bucks an hour. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, well yeah. Chris, you're complaining about setting up uh, billing at the moment. Ooh, you could air would task you pay, billing. Yeah, so Actually, would you pay someone $5? Maybe I would. Hmm, let, let me retract my former statement. I might use AirTasker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. yeah. AirTasker. I might use that for some of the annoying jobs I have to do at work. Perfect. That's a good point. Yeah. There we are. Actually, someone could pay, <laughs> someone could pay me to load cantilevers for me. I'd do that. You would just load cantilevers yeah. for five bucks. Five bucks a pop, yeah, man. I'd make. I'd do it for two fifty. Oh, oh he's damn you, Smoopy! <laughs> oh, ah, ha, 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 ha! If I sing it, it comes out easier. Oh, ho, 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 ho! News of the week that never. Never gets comfortable. It's great, isn't it? Mm. Is that a real thing that singing makes it come out easier? Have yeah, you heard that? Absolutely. For the for this or for more other things? Everything. Sing and you, the world is easier. Mm. Okay. I'll have to yeah. try that Done. different times during my life. Okay. Uh news for the week. All right. It's been a couple of weeks since we've recorded. So do you so, remember yeah. two weeks ago I was all like, Oh, I need a rebrand. I need a and new you, name. And you did. You I did. I did. Yeah. I pocket. Oh, that's it? right. Yeah, that, well, was, that, that was leading two weeks ago. Yeah, I came was... up with about half a dozen, half a dozen <laughs> brilliant names. Did and you look, uh, incorporate one of those? Well, I, ha- I was inundated with uh, suggestions. Yep. from our listeners, mainly from me, uh, mainly from you at yeah. the time. Yeah, uh, and drum roll, <laughs> we have gone for 
Verbalized science. Whoa, verbalized there you science. go. Verbalized so science. It's not verbalized dot science. Well, it has to be. So the way I'm going to say it is verbalized science, yep. but the domain is verbalized dot science. Okay. Right? So uh, the yep. dot is a little bit superfluous, but yes. look, it's in the brand, the dot, but verbalized science is mm-hmm. how I'm going to say it. So when you told me in the car on the way here, what was the first thing I said? Uh, Visa science, Visa sci. Verb sci. Verb sci. Oh, here we so go. He told me He's his idea short- and then I had to... Then he had, just shortened it. I had to try and come up with a better one. <laughs> um, Isn't yeah, that the worst I like thing? it. I like it. That's, that's so, very good. I don't know if I, I told Chris this story, but I was sat in this whole rebranding thing. It was at the forefront of my mind for so long. And I was like, I need a brand that just, just tells people what it is, right? Yep. Because Pocket Conference, even though it was a good starter name, there were too many layers to get to what I actually did. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were like, just for conferences? No. So I was sat at the tram stop, just waiting, and this truck went by. And I was like, so I was looking at yeah. brand names everywhere. This truck it? went by. Verbalize, scent? <laughs> Verbalize, scent. Yeah. Verbalize, sizes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they just like shout people, you're bigger than them. <laughs> um, no, so I was sat there and a truck went by and it yeah. said, the, the business name was Bulk Splashbacks. Oh. Right? And I, I, what do they do? <laughs> and I was like, that is like, it's a shit name. Like, it's yeah. a really shit name. Yeah, Bulk it, is a shit name, isn't it, Chris? Yeah. I love Bulk. bulk. That's my uh, <laughs> that's my new uh, new nickname. No, it's not. Splashback. We'll call you spl- I'll, I'll quite happily call you Splashback. Uh, <laughs> Splashback um, and Teabag. Oh, I love it. Love it. No. Um, anyway, so I was like, I immediately know what they do. I know that if I want to buy bulk splashbacks, mm-hmm. that, that I go to them. And I was like, I need that for Pocket Conference. I need for people to be like, okay, what is it? It's verbalized science. Verbalized yep. science. Yep. Perfect. Or and talk ha- science. Talk oh, science. Here we go. Chat science. It's chat science. Already locked in. Side chat. It's already locked in. Side talk. <laughs> um, but one of the biggest things is... Uh, I've yeah now working with a few institutions. Now I'm working with another research group that are all around Australia, which is excellent. And you'll see that come out on the verbalize science, uh, like social media stuff. Well done. Now I can say like verbalize your poster, verbalize yeah. your paper. It, it, it works. It's, it's really really good. It works. Yep. Verb it. Verb it. Verb sign. Verb it. Verb it. <laughs> Um, that's not bad. <laughs> that's not bad, is it? Yep, yep. Everything else has been absolute pus, but that was all right. <laughs> um, and for our listeners, you could, so for this post, I was thinking for posters, yep. you go on to verb, uh, Verbalize Science. Yep. I, have to go, I, have to get, I always want to go pocket conference. You have to go to Verbalize Science. You go through the web app and you go through and produce everything. Then I've got a functionality on there where you push create QR code. Okay. Then you copy and paste your QR code onto yeah. your poster yeah. or abstract. Then someone, all they have to do is scan that QR code with their phone and they can hear you talking about your poster. Perfect. So that you don't need to be standing in front of your poster nope. all the time. That's right. So that, that works really well. Yeah. There, there are going to be some people out there not familiar with the term QR code. Yeah, not for you, mate. Yeah. It's not for you. Yeah, you're in here though, Chris. So no one out there doesn't know yeah, what QR right. code doesn't mean. Damn it. Um, so, Cameron, I need an on-air promise. Next time you put in a conference abstract or 
yep. a poster. Yep. You'll link, you'll go onto Verbalize Science. Mm-hmm. You'll talk about your poster or presentation. You'll mm-hmm. get the QR code mm-hmm. and you'll embed it into your little abstract or at the bottom of your poster. Okay. And you say to hear me talk about or whatever my science. Yep. Scan this code. Okay. I, I'll do it. I'm going to a conference in July. Perfect. Done. Gibbo. You do the same, but we'll I'll do it for you. I'm going to a conference in September. All right, we'll do it. Thank you. Done, done. Anyway, so that's my biggest news. I'm really excited about verbalized science. Yep. It seems to be working together. It's my bulk splashbacks. <laughs> Cameron Schmoopy Shira. Let's hear it. Let's hear news from Schmoopster. I had a paper rejected this week. Hello. <laughs> These things happen. Yeah. It's actually a really good paper. And this one we've been trying to submit for almost 12 months. Wow. Mm. How much and bouncing has it done now? It's been reviewed, I think, at definitely two different journals, maybe three different journals, mm-hmm. and then it was not reviewed at a few others that we submitted it to. Oh, wow. Uh, and I don't know, just sometimes these papers, even though I you th- I think that this is better than a lot of the other ones I've published. They're really struggling to get in anyway. This, this particular one just seems to be cursed. Yeah, it happens that way sometimes. Yeah, but are you too close to it? Uh, do you think it's awesome because your suit, like it's mainly your research and yeah. you put a lot of blood and spit, like have yeah. you had someone who isn't a reviewer look at it? No, 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 we haven't. Oh, yeah. okay. But I mean, by the, by the way I'm saying it's a good paper, I'm, it's because, you know, sometimes my research could be classed as incremental. <laughs> and this is at the highest increment before it becomes <laughs> completely new <laughs> of this particular uh, uh, research stream. It's yeah, multi incremental. Okay. Yeah. Is well, that, that the, the almost a leap? Is that the feedback you're getting? Well, it is. Yeah. But I mean, there have been many papers published by us with right. other up upon this ladder of increments. Yeah. And uh, they've gone into uh, good journals. So. Mm. Mm. I don't know. This one's maybe this is just getting the wrong reviewers, wrong editor. Yeah. Uh, but we're we're trying right now for an argument with the editor over a, a rejection. Ooh, yeah, man, do so it. I'm do currently it. I'm currently zero from about five <laughs> on these, and uh, we'll see if my average goes up. I've been involved in a couple of protests, and a, a couple have succeeded. Oh. Yeah, I have heard that it's possible. Yeah, now I've always, and I've said this a number of times, I've always thought it was like arguing with a bouncer at a nightclub. E, that's the perfect once, analogy. Once they say you're not coming in, that's it's very it. hard to convince them to go, yeah, okay, fine. Yeah. But when you're the person, you feel like being stood there drunk going, but you, you're you let me in Yeah, because but I'm fine. Occasionally you can convince the bouncers that oh. um, yeah, there's you can no, get in. There's no vomit on these shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your go-to? Yeah. <laughs> it's just a little bit of uh, leaf from the, from the footpath. It's that's just all. mud. <laughs> yeah. uh, excellent. Well, good luck, schmoops. Let's yeah, know good how luck, it goes. Uh, other bit of news is I was involved in a, a big uh, Skype meeting. I actually, we use Zoom. You guys know Zoom? May I? I, uh, I have used Zoom. But I, sorry, I've been in a meeting where Zoom was used. I'm yeah. a bit of a champion of Zoom. You like Ooh. Zoom? I, I prefer it over Skype. I'm going to put it out there. Yeah. So. I, Zoom is, I mean, it's like Skype. Yep. Uh, it's perhaps easier to organize meetings where, with multiple people. Mm. Yeah. Um, so we had about five different uh, cities in this particular meeting. Wow. Um, it went a bit long. Uh, by the stage that, by the time that I got to be where I got to talk about my research, 
three of the five groups had left the oh, meeting. Oh, that is rude on their part. <laughs> That's cruel. Yeah. That is very rude. Mm. Well, the meeting wasn't... Like sometimes meetings, you just schedule a start point. You don't necessarily yep. schedule an end point, but you kind yeah. of assume that we finished... An hour? An hour? Yep. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, yeah. I mean, this one went for two hours. Mm, right. Okay. Big. Okay. But it so, seems like it was multifaceted. It wasn't just one person rabbiting on. There was a number of research no, groups presenting. Yeah. I mean, but that's also the problem when you've got five people in a meeting, is it? Who organized it? That's there's, bad organizing. There's a lot of rabbiting yeah, going on. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the one thing I remember being in meetings, uh, and it was just like, you didn't want to stop anyone, or people didn't want to stop anyone. So it was like, it's it. they were like, well, we've all got to get our ideas out and we've all got to do this stuff. But honestly, after like an hour and a half, people really are quite short. With yeah. their, the the uh, enthusiasm diminishes quickly. Yes. So yeah. it should have been yeah. split up, right? The person who organized this should have gone, right, there's so many people talking, we'll split it up over two hours or whatever. Yeah. Two separate ones. Yeah, or, or just uh, tell everyone when it's going to end and, yeah. and, and stick to some kind of time limit. But, yeah. Um, so people were leaving and they were saying, sorry, like so they would say their bit and then say sorry i've got to go yeah mm. and then i was talking later with someone mm. and they brought up the idea that maybe they had made up these other meetings they need to go to <laughs> oh so what do you think would would a person oh. make up that they're busy for a reason to leave a skype meeting or zoom meeting i have made up reasons i'm busy for much less yeah yeah, uh, yeah. i think it is definitely possible yeah fuck yeah, yeah. So what have you left for bad reasons then, Andy? Well, now you've put me on the spot. I get really annoyed when, yeah, you say it goes for an hour and it goes for much more. So I would quite happily say I've got another meeting at whatever, Mm -hmm. so I cannot stay longer. Yeah. That is a lie. Mm Mm-hmm. But I would quite like that. There was, a but it's just a tactic to make sure to it make sure everything ends. runs on. Yeah, I yeah. don't think I've ever just gone bye. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, that's and, pretty abrupt. And these people hadn't given like a half hour warning or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That's not very fair. That is rude. Anyway, but anyway, uh, people out there listening, if you want to get out of a Skype call, just yeah. make up that you got something else. On, <laughs> yeah, on. it works. No one's gonna. We're all too no one's gonna chase. Shit. No one's exactly. gonna chase just lie. You. No one's gonna say, "Oi, give us evidence of where you're going." Yeah, no, that's not gonna happen. Yeah. Third bit of news. <gasps> More news. Uh, PhD student who I work closely with, Leaping Yu, left. Yes. Flinders, he, he got his PhD. He's, yep. going, he's got a good job in China. Wow. Uh, we did the thank you note round. Yes. Oh, we did indeed. We've science thank you notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was put on the spot one time. Uh, we met at the pub and Chris said, here's a, here's a card. Mm-hmm. Uh, write the thank you notes in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I quickly wrote. I don't know, whatever. Generic, Generic, like, you you know, I'm going to miss you, uh, you know, oh, you know, you smell everything like that. (laughs) Love, Um, kisses, yep. But then I'd forgotten to bring a gift with me for that farewell. But Mm -hmm. luckily, there was about three farewells for Leaping. God, Leaping was so bloody, (laughs) he's much more uh, popular popular. than you. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So on the, with the gift, I'd made a card with a proper... Science this thank you note on Good it. Good on you. Following well Andy's uh, yeah. suggestion, not the real suggestion, but you said that someone once had given you haiku. A haiku. Thank yous. Yeah. <laughs> what was the haiku? I didn't write a haiku. No. Li Ping's from China. 
Okay. I wrote a Tang Dynasty Shi poem. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there's been some research done here. This is Shit, impressive. This is hardcore. It's four lines yep. of five syllables. Okay. Um, and each each line rhymes. That's what I did. I think that you can like make it a bit more uh, complicated than that, or okay. maybe rhyme just two in a row. But I just rhymed all four. Good. What rhyme did you go for? You're gonna you're gonna reveal? Yeah, let's hear it. All right. I'll, Go on, do yeah, it. Yeah, I'll let you do it. Go on. We want to know. I didn't want to. He's okay. Sure. So I, I'm right. I've chosen. I'll just read it, and you can, you can, you'll work out what I'm rhyming. <laughs> I haven't made a terrible mistake in the syllables now. My good friend Li Ping, his leaving will sting. The scientist Li Ping can do anything. <laughs> <laughs> that is. That is a masterpiece. Yeah. So there you yeah. go. That's something. Uh, yeah. Not a lot of thought went into the rhymes, but uh, it was good thought, I think, in the, the thank you note. That is so thoughtful. Well done. All right. So what's more thoughtful, that <laughs> or what I did, which was this? What? So Li Ping actually uh, worked for me the last few months. I was right. actually his employer. Wow. So I just, um, you know, uh, organized contracts and finished yep. dates and all, all that right, business. All right, all right. Yes, you're So important. I bought a couple of cards for everyone to sign, like the sort of the hoi- the uh, the proletariat. Yep. And I bought a special card for Li Ping. All right, go on then. Just my own card. And in it, I put a- uh, Pube. A gift voucher for something. iTunes. iTunes. Did I tell you about this? Did I? You told everyone. I did, didn't I? Yeah. I think I got him like a $20. 20 uh, bucks. Yeah, $20 iTunes voucher and then a little card saying, thank you for all your amazing help, blah, 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 something like that. Wow. Generic. Gave, yeah. No, no, no. There was a lot of, lot of love in there. Um, and then I gave that to him. So which, which do you think would touch, touch him more? His heart. Uh, I know that. Hang on, you're asking me as the impartial viewer. You're not really impartial because you're going to go for Cameron. Well, I'm going to go with Cameron. Look how much yeah. effort you went. He, he pulled up like ancient poetry. <laughs> you right. just paid Apple some money. <laughs> Do you know that he likes music? iTunes? <laughs> iTunes? Does he love iTunes? Is he an Apple fan? He has look, he got an Android or an iPhone? I don't know, but he certainly <laughs> I pre- do. He certainly <laughs> pretended to be appreciative. Oh, that's good. And I, I thank him for that. Now he's a great guy, and he worked really hard. Thanks, uh, Link, um, all is, throughout his PhD. And uh, is he going for a permanent position? Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure it is a, a permanent position. So he, uh, he gets the. Uh, he gets I, that for I, sure. I'm not sure if it is. Ooh. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. You're sure. Gibbo. All right. Here it goes. You've had the horse d'oeuvres. Now it's the main course. So paper accepted with me as co-author in the journal Chemical Communications or for those of us in the know, Chemcom. Chemcom. It's well, a good journal. Thank you very Where much. Where are you in the... Order. I am, gosh, I am second last. Second last. Wow. Pretty good. Yeah. Gibbo, that's yeah. really good. Uh, impact factor 6.319. Well done. Well done. Yeah, so that's very good. Um, now, now, something else something that got else. accepted. <gasps> uh, the book chapter I wrote. Yeah. Hang on, it's been accepted. Uh, you, so you- I submitted it and then I, uh, <laughs> so I submitted it and then the next day I got a uh, an email saying, You've um, made a mistake. You uh, need to go to the website and fix it. 
and I forgot to put down my name and my affiliation on the uh. <laughs> So I fixed that and then basically a week later... I believe you missed that. Yeah, I missed it, missed it badly. Um, and so I think uh, it then went to the editor who spent, um, I guess it might be 10 days yep. uh, reviewing it and they've said uh, accepted, so I'm waiting on the proofs now. Well, well done, Gibbo. Thank you. Thank you, you really pulled that one out of the bag, didn't you? I did, I did, I did. So uh, what else any, is there? Any late nights working on that, Chris? Or were you just working oh, nine to five? Schmooby Shearer, there was an all-nighter or two. Um, it br- took me way back to my uh, undergrad days and my PhD days writing up my thesis Although I have to say, I've done a lot of all-nighters over the years because that's the kind of hard-working scientist I am. That's who you are. It's 2 a.m., 2 a.m. So, um, but in the end, hopefully, uh, not the, I've got to get the proofs yet, so I'm sure there'll be some corrections to make. But overall, um, good stuff. So uh, the recommendation was ten to 20,000 words. You did 15. Uh, somewhere in the middle, yeah. You did nine, 900, 9,999. That's, that's what I would do. I did, I think. I did like more like eleven or 12,000 words of text and about 3,000 words of references, something like well that. Well done. So anyway. Um, and now I've got a uh, bit of a Gibbo funny story. Gibbo's funny stories. Oh, yeah. So I might have built that up, but maybe it's not funny. It's sort of more... Uh, Get on with it. Gibbo's amusing stories. Oh. <laughs> Slight disappointment. So I submitted an abstract to a conference a couple of months ago. Yeah. And um, today we we're booking accommodation, blah, 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 me and a, a, a co- uh, collaborator. Yeah. And I, he had received a, an email from the conference saying that the abstract was accepted. Good. Uh, that's great. pretty normal. That's great. Yeah. And I was like, I don't think I've received anything. And I had asked for a talk. Mm. Talk? A talk. A talk. And I could not find this email, and and I was like, "Have they rejected my abstract?" Oh. Now, guys, to all those non-scientists <laughs> out there, explain to them the the probability of having a conference abstract rejected. Zero. Never. It's never Point ever zero happened. zero one percent. So I started to entertain the idea because I could not find it in my <laughs> inbox. I searched and I searched all the terms I could think of to find yeah. it. My bowel started to liquefy a little. Yeah. I got yeah. scared. Yeah. yeah. What didn't I do? Sunday. What didn't I do? Send the email. You didn't check your junk. Thank you. Ah. Snoopy knows. I didn't check my junk. And ah. you would have about 10,000 emails currently Unread in your junk folder. I have got a lot of junk. <laughs> a lot of junk. Yeah, we get oh, yeah, it. All right, all right. Huge and heavy amounts of I junk. S- <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, I did I did finally realise that and it, there it was, sitting in there. Do you think I got a talk? No. No, you know what I got? Poster. A digital poster. Ooh. Not as good as a talk. So you're I did in- feel like I got slapped in the face a bit there. You're in trouble. You didn't know how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Really serious, boy, mate. Like that was like, you are in trouble, Gibson. Get it on Verbalize Science. Yeah, Verbalize dot science. Do you want to do you want to mock up your poster by hand like you normally do? And, and I'll then- take I'll take a photo <laughs> of it, my phone for you. I'll storyboard it. You mean with a with a with a chalk and a blackboard? Um, so it says digital poster, blah blah blah. Um, digital posters will be available to view on smartphones, tablets. And interactive digital poster kiosks. Well, that sounds like it's a perfect thing to put on 
Verbalize.science. Verbsi. Um, and so I get a 30-minute slot to put my poster on a digital poster kiosk. You know what that means? That's a, that's just a screen they've turned the wrong yeah. way up. <laughs> I, know. I know. But anyway, what's interesting about the digital poster is um, you get like five slides. So you don't just do a single, uh, a single poster-looking slide. You do basically five slides to summarize your research yep. and you give like a three-minute talk or something like okay. that. Okay. So that's an interesting idea. Never really heard of that before. Have no, you ever heard of the old I digital haven't. digital post? That's yeah, really you, cool. You better get on this, Andy. That that mean the that might make uh, verbalized.science obsolete. If it people, may. If, if they're I'm doing looking, that, if I'm looking at people's posters on my phone, yeah. How am I taking a? How am I scanning the QR exactly. code? Exactly. Oh my god. I'm scared, Cameron. I'm instantly scared. <laughs> Let me send you all the details I can about what they're planning to do. All right, good. All right, and you can send a, a virus or a bug through to destroy it. Um, <laughs> what if they've encrypted it? Uh-huh. <laughs> encrypted. <laughs> then you're screwed. Um, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, chaperoonies. Hello. I've got feedback from listeners. You know, I, I checked the website. Yeah. We've got loads of feedback I t- from listeners. I told it's you the other going day. Off. Which website? Oh, AnyMatter.net. AnyMatter.net. The forum. Yeah, the forum on. The forum on. AnyMatter.net. AnyMatter.net. Um, so, Dr. Kaitro, thank you very much. She's um, put on the relevant scientists. Oh, yes. uh, graph. I had a look at and that. And she's the other continually day. to update it. Yeah. And I see she's put on extra people as well, which is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Other people who've contributed on the forum, I think. Yeah. So Thank it's really you. good. So if you're on the forum, uh, Dr. Kaitra has included you in the um, relevant scientist competition. Uh, and there are people smashing it out there. Yeah. Did you see the the person? I think he's called Cheese and Lettuce on the forum. He, yes. Has nature and science papers. Oh, what? Oh, well mate. done, cheese and lettuce. I am openly jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if cheese and lettuce is the cheese and lettuce of those publication uh, sandwiches. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, Could very well be, be the bread. The, I mean, uh, the bread. Anywhere. I mean, I would take it. So. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and hundred uh, percent. And well done. Hundred percent. Well done, well cheese done, and lettuce. Well done. Well done. Um, so. Uh, shout out to our listeners if you're on Scopus then chuck your stats into the sheet because Dr. Kytro has made it easy for you thank you Noni and we'll do we'll do a update in a, in a couple of podcast time with everyone so like a mid-year update with this graph oh, but I'm in the middle ah suck shit <laughs> so um, are you actually I'm catching you yeah no, no you won't I'm not publishing <laughs> ever again <laughs> I'm, so, I'm getting sights yeah alright so there was a little bit of feedback that made me a little bit worried guys Oh man, what happened? Well, I, you've gone I suddenly get, serious. I get emails. I get emails every time someone uploads a new topic. Oh wow! Oh, and it's got the title first, the headline of the topic. Yeah, and it goes like this. Oh no! Nobody around me is happy that I listen to your podcast. Popularity is overrated. Wow. Wow. So I read that, my heart sank. I saw that yeah. too. I thought to myself, oh, no, no one's happy. He, he's shown, uh, this person's shown their friends and they've gone, why are you listening to that podcast? It's rubbish. Yeah, Gibbo's right? great, but those other two guys are weighing him down. Yeah, that teabag guy, I don't like him. Yeah. Anyway, well, it turns out. It's not that at all. It's not that at all. No. He loves it. Loves it. So this is from Ben Babaruna. Babaruna? <laughs> 
Ben Babaruna Brooks. You have a lot of trouble pronouncing the it's old uh, uh, Triple B. Listen yeah. names. B-B-B. Triple B. Triple Trip B. Triple Beebs. Um, anyway, he says, I've been listening to your podcast during my commute from Birmingham to Nottingham. That's like 10 hours, isn't it? How far away is that? No, it's one hour. And he's up to episode 47. Anyway, he said, he, I was going to wait until I caught up before posting, but while on a coffee high and waiting for my analysis to finish, I thought that I, I thought to myself, what uh, are you waiting for? So this is great. Thanks for the entertainment. Love Andy's childish crudeness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we all love that. Love Cam's science. This is oh, what? I can't believe he gets an he's, actual real shout out. Yeah, he's saying that they're superior to mine. Yeah, I think that's he's what he's saying. saying. My content outweighs. <laughs> and enjoy Chris's self-absorption. Oh. <laughs> you three bounce yep, off. That, each- that is the best thing about yeah, Chris. That's right. Thank you. Thank you, you three bounce off each other nicely. Uh, that's because Chris has put on a bit of weight. Uh, (laughs) you've uh, covered a lot of ground regarding ECR issues and it's key to keep the current conversation going until some of the issues get addressed I think that's brilliant and it goes on so go onto the forum to read the full thing but but Triple B thanks Triple B thank you Triple B love it it's time for topic of the day topic of the day topic of the day yeah Oh, it gets, good. Better. it gets better every time. Good raunchy ending. I yeah. love that. Yeah. The topic for the day is personal branding. Personal branding. Personal branding. Is that like for what careers. you do to cattle? Uh, in a way, but okay. not. Uh, okay. So, Gibbo, you're going to get quite the education. I'm going to get branded? You're, we're going to brand you. Yeah. Light up the torches. Do it. Uh, so, uh, look, let's start with what every good scientist does and start with the Wikipedia definition of personal branding. This, is a, this will help you. All Do right? it. Do it. Just get a listen though, Chris. So, personal branding is the practice of people marketing themselves and their careers as brands. While previous self-help management techniques were about self-improvement, the personal branding concept suggests that the success comes from self-packaging. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. All right, Whoa. so instead of just making yourself better, yeah. it's about saying, hey, world, I'm yeah. here and these, this is my package. And like the, pa- you know, the package is your, so, you know, the words people would associate with you. So if yeah. you had a label, Chris. Gibbo Cola. We're not saying that you're an actual brand. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so it's about. So it's, it's not about what you've actually done is about how you're perceived. Perceived, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. Right, this is different to what I thought it was. So, the top tips, right? This is where we're going to go. And I think we all know scientists that are good at personal brand. And to be honest, before today, I thought it was mainly was good at Twitter. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, Like, oh, this person just is good at Twitter and he's got, they've got a great personal brand. I thought it had something to do with like researcher ID or Orchid. Maybe it could Maybe. do. Maybe. Maybe it could do. No. But I, I, the people who I, I think have a good personal brand, yeah, are also quite successful. I think. Yeah. Right. Um, at al- mostly alternative sources of funding. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it's definitely worthwhile doing everything you can. Mm. And I, and I, I, sh- I wish I did more. Mm. Well, you're gonna find out how. So the first thing that I, f- I came across is just like. You've got to think about it as the ability to articulate your value. A personal brand gives you the ability to instantly show your value to someone else. Mm-hmm. So um, 
if you're going for grant funding or if you're going for, I don't know, a new job. If you're uh, talking to industry. If you talk, yep. If you're talking to anyone that, you know, you want to you want to sort of, I don't know, show them how great you are. It's about articulating what you can do for them, what you can bring to them. Hmm. And so it's saying that understanding your personal brand uh, will enable you to target your efforts and articulate your value to employers, recruit, recruiters, and colleagues. Step one. What is your current brand? So at the moment, if someone... So this is this is another thing. A brand isn't what you tell people you are. It's about what other people tell other people about you. Uh-huh. That's okay. your brand. All right? You may be trying to put out this, I'm a whatever, but if that's not getting through, if that's not cutting through, then that's not your brand. It's saying ask people. By asking people, you're going to understand your motivations, your limitations and strengths, but it's also about how that's interpreted by other people. So I should ask other people what they would say about me to someone else? Exactly. How do I ask that question? To be honest, I don't think anyone would be comfortable. You would. I, I don't mind. Actually, for the radio school, when we were talking about finding your star factor, mm-hmm. they were like, your star factor is just you. But you uh-huh. can't judge you. You have to ask other people. So yeah. I asked other people. Who am I? What, if you had to describe... <laughs> yeah, who am I? Andrew's open. If you that's, had like to, a, that's a Buddhist um, question, isn't it? Who am I? Who am I? Um, well, I know my brand. I'm self-actualized. No. Cameron. Damn it. We're going to talk about Christopher Gibson. Hmm. <laughs> Here we go. If we, you had to describe Christopher Gibson to me, yes, what would you say? Muscular. <laughs> Chris Gibson is an expert in everything to do with atomic force microscopes and Raman spectroscopy. Thank you. He ably manages the facility, and I've never seen him wear long pants. That is a great brand. <laughs> no long pants. So if you had a logo, Chris, it would be no long, no pants. long pants on the logo. <laughs> That's the most memorable thing. That's the most memorable thing. Actually, yeah. So like people know you as the AFM dude. Yep. The ramen dude. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. I would add keys as well, right? The yeah. big ball of keys with the short shorts, like not or long shorts, long short shorts. trousers. Yeah. Shorts past the knees. Yeah. But I can always see shin. <laughs> yeah, I do like to show off my calves. Yeah. Mm. So that's your brand. Christopher that's Gibson. My, that's my that's brand. That's your fucking brand, mate. <laughs> there you go. Are you happy with it? That's uh, step two. I'm not unhappy with it, I have to say. All I right. think it's actually all right. Now, let's talk about Schmoopy Shearer. All right. Describe Schmoopster to me. Okay, okay. I have to think about this. Ah. It's me. Um, He's talking about me, Chris. Yeah, no, no, I know. I this sit, is, this I is, sit next to you quite often. I'm, I'm doing my best to think about someone else. But I'm self-actualized now, so this is easy. Uh, all right, so Schmoopy is... A very good critical thinker, able to give excellent advice on... Uh, so, Smoopy's the kind of person, if you can convince him of something, you know it's true. That sounds like he's difficult. And he's difficult. <laughs> <laughs> but in science... Is that That's to- a real bonus. All right. So, Schmoopsy, you've got a bit to work on in your personal brand, right? I think Chris has a bit to work on on other people. <laughs> and he does occasionally, when he doesn't have a haircut, he has massive hair. 
<laughs> you do let your hair grow way too long sometimes. All right, shins. <laughs> but critical thinking, I would definitely put put Schmoopy down as part of his brand. All right. A very good critical thinker. Right. So my logo would just be you like, thinking, rubbing yeah, your chin. Thinking, yeah. Yeah. All right, the, the, you two. The thinker, the Rodan thinker. Uh, talk about me. Come on, I love it. Uh, mouthy, talkative, rude, <laughs> um, <laughs> unconscionable, um, hoodie, bald, <laughs> thin neck, glasses. Now you're just doing the thing you do every podcast. <laughs> you didn't mention Weedy or Weasley yet. <laughs> Weedy or Weasley. Um, pipe cleaner calves. Um, All right. Confidence, I think. You'd have to agree confidence is part of the, uh, the BA uh, brand. <laughs> I think that Andy is a committed science communicator yep. oh, who's worked yeah. in radio, on the stage, uh, and also on in web print. Well, well, it's coming to me, media personality. I'm a media personality. Oh, but that's a bit much, isn't it? Perfect. <laughs> Another thing about Cameron, he doesn't like to overstate other people's <laughs> positive qualities. No, this is good, right? This yeah. is So these conversations... Critical with, thinking. That was some critical thinking. That was. Critical that was. thinking. I went too far. He pulled it back to more like what it actually is. <laughs> that was brilliant for us, right? Thank you. The thing is, with you, mm-hmm. you got your, your, shins. Um, your shins out, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the question is, do you want to be known as the guy who has his shins out? Oh, I didn't think of that. Not right. really, I guess. Not in terms of work. Right. So I don't now think having is, my shins out helps me. So what will you go... So this is the next bit. It's saying, like, if you find something you don't like yeah. about what people are saying, that maybe in a work situation, being known as the shins guy isn't super good, maybe talk about how you would change what you do to be re- reinterpreted. Are you wearing those... The sh- the shin sh- pants. shorts shin Just, shorts shin shin pants shin pants <laughs> shinless, shinless uh, pants. you're not a critical thinker by the way <laughs> are you wearing the shinless pants to just be relaxed and cool. I'm wearing them to try and minimize my mass every time I weigh in for people. <laughs> but I take your point. There is a way to solve the shin pants, and that's to wear. Long pants, but that's that's only if you see that as something that you don't want to yeah. be in your brand. Because what I'm the point I'm, I'm trying to make is, if okay. you want to be seen as the part of your brand is like not formal, right? Okay. You don't want oh, to turn up to suit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. maybe the shinless p- trousers <laughs> um, isn't the way to do that, right? So maybe yeah. you're going for relaxed, informal, uh, whatever. And there are professor-level people, which Chris has said he would like to be, yeah. who wear shorts all the time. Yeah. So yeah. It's, maybe it's yeah. not a bad thing. So that's what I'm saying is each okay. one of these okay. things you just have to interpret, like what am I trying to achieve with that? Or what am I doing wrong which makes it perceived as not But I need to think like. about this in terms of, I, I think I see where you're going. Is wearing shorts going to get me to where I want to be? Right. And that's the next thing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, that's the, exactly the questions you should be asking yourself. Okay. All right. So for Schmoopster, challenge, yeah. what was the thing? It was like, he's a little bit difficult. No, it, it, it uh, critical thinking. Critical no, thinking. But, uh, let's go with the it was a little bit difficult. I'm just trying to use the worst one. I'm not yeah. saying you are. But right. let's say that came up. Yep. And uh, I like... Essentially, it would be, I like Cameron, yeah. but he can be a little blah, whatever, uh-huh. whatever that thing is. Yeah. Too knowing critical. that, you can too say, critical, yeah. yeah. Or I could be too self-involved. 
or you could be too self-involved like yeah. you are now yeah uh <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you're too critical. So maybe with that, you're not trying to be critical, but you're trying to be a thought leader. Mm -hmm. Maybe, so do you know what I mean? Like, so trying to talk about that negative word or that negative connotation, how yes. do you then reframe that in your own personal brand yeah. to make sure that then when they spoke, speak about you, they don't see someone that's difficult or yeah. challenging or whatever. Yeah. They see someone yeah. that is a thought leader. So, and, and, and some people might see opinionated as a strength yep. and others might see it as a weakness. Because yep. I probably wouldn't want to be thought of as being opinionated. Right, right. I'd rather, I try mm. to only give yeah. my advice, which can be critical when asked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. A thought so, leader is good. So, thought leader. And then, I like that. we talk about the next step. So, now we've, we've, know what other people are saying about us and we're starting to work out how that's framed for other people, how they see it. Then it's about evolve, not change. So don't just all of a sudden turn up in a suit, Chris. <laughs> don't just go in with flowers and start agreeing with everyone, Schmooster. Yeah, become a yes man. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because you don't want that because that's not your personal brand. Mm -hmm. It is about taking those things and just pushing them the right way Yeah, slowly. Yeah, so and for your right. thin neck, you I could, could do, do some, some, shrug, some shrugs, heavy dumbbell shrugs that yeah. would thicken up your neck. But of course, remember that if, if like me, so like um, confidence can sometimes, I, I can put a lot of people off with my yeah. confidence and it puts people on the back foot and they think I'm being cocky. Mm -hmm. Like that for me, do I want to change that? Like, is it just that my personal brand is that? Yeah. Or should I just, well, actually, I want them to see me as chatty and friendly. So actually i just thought of sorry andy yeah, yeah, i just thought it. of your we, we didn't really get to you properly no go for it go for it Do andy it. is the naughty boy of science communication naughty oh, yeah, very naughty good boy. yeah yeah and so and, and sometimes that naughtiness can be crude yeah uh yeah and it can push lines yeah. absolutely yeah. so really that insulting and hurtful <laughs> <laughs> and some people go home and they cry yeah. about what's been said to them and yeah. so if people see me as that, is that something that I see as a strength that I can use as my personal brand? Or am I going for cheeky and going too far, right? Mm -hmm. Is cheeky enough? So that I've got to now ask myself all these questions. And yeah. then once again, once I decide on what I do want, yeah. I just got to slowly evolve to make sure that it does get perceived the right way. So that when someone's telling their friends about me, I'm not the rude guy yeah. i'm the cheeky guy yeah do you know what, yeah 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 very good um, very good and so it's saying yeah so it says in this um in this article it was like it's about being a better version of yourself and it's like fine tuning but you don't want to just you know just completely change overnight yeah. Like, it, it, it's yeah. a good little yeah. evolve not change yeah, yeah. i nice. like that i like that very good so chris's pants so Chris, Just a little bit longer. Well, do I go cargo pants? <laughs> yeah, that's right. If he chooses to change if his he, pants, if you feel like the pants are, aren't representing what you want from that, then you change. Yeah, and this okay. is the important thing. Like you can, and one thing that will make you decide in a career situation whether or not that personal brand is good or not is whether or not that brand matches your career goals. Mm, okay, right for a thought leader, mm -hmm. a critical thinker. Yes, like. It starts it, looking quite good yeah. for that next I mean, level. It can yeah. be good as long as I also get stuff done. You don't sure. want to be thought of someone as just someone who th thinks and talks. Yeah. You want to be a doer. That's right. So, is, yeah, mm. that's right. That's mm. right. That's, that's what I would like. Now, for you, Chris, to with your shorts and stuff, all right? I'm picking on it, but I, no, I no, 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 no. 
is that you look at where you want to go. Yeah. Are the shorts holding you back? So where I'm going, I don't see shorts. I see trousers. Yeah. I see perhaps chinos. Yep. Or good quality oh. jeans. I thought you were going to say like just... Sninos. Uh, ha- house pants. <laughs> just tracksuit pants. Boxes uh, or a robe. No, no. I, I, I probably do see uh, good quality jeans or chinos, mm. not shin pants. Yeah. yeah. So now if... Like, like you know, with that, with your current work dress, yeah. it may be you're going for, like I said, relaxed attire. Like that's you can still do that, but that next step, maybe it's time. It is. Maybe it is. Maybe it's time. Maybe T- if, you're, if that's what you want to do, your personal brand. Time to retire the shorts. And for me, is anyone going to employ rude Andy? Yeah. Or are they going to employ cheeky fun Andy? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that, yeah. that's the thing. Like, is there a market in my career for? the rude side, like the line pushing side, mm-hmm. or is there room in the career for the cheek? Maybe that's too bland. Yeah. Maybe it's somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Is there a science yeah. up late radio show? Exactly. Ooh. Late night science with rude Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Balls with, out Barlow. Balls <laughs> out Barlow. Balls out Barlow. Balls out Barlow. And the, the last thing is once you know all of this, Express your ambitions, mm-hmm. right? On your LinkedIn profile, once you've got control of your personal brand, once you're sort of slowly evolving to make sure that your online presence matches what you want it to be and expressing your ambitions in LinkedIn will help everything sort of like match or match everything up. Yeah, very good. So say if I, ha- how can I increase my stance? Say you're asking what someone thinks about me. Yep. How do I make people know that I exist? It's all part of having a consistent voice, I think. So making sure people know you exist, you get out there, you start, you match it in with your career goals. So if you want to be more of a leader, mm-hmm. you go and you like uh, put on events. You invite people around to, I don't know, you start taking control yeah. of these things. And as long as that matches in with your personal brand, like Cameron, he's the doer, he's uh-huh. the thinker, yeah. he gets us all together. Like if that is part of it, then you know that's I guess how you start building that. That what's the main way scientists get themselves out there? Do you think? Well, it used to be just papers, giving talks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, giving. Well, so I, uh, I, I hadn't thought about organizing events, but uh, hero of the show, Drew Evans. He's very big in the early mid-career research Absolutely. Uh, oh, yeah. field, and I, yep. I get emails from him all the time. Yeah. So I, I know what he's doing because yep. he's always organizing events. Yeah. Um, I can't just start organizing events. Can Why I? not? Of course you can. What am I going to organize? Well, what do you want to organize? What do you want to be a leader? You can email in? Drew and say, "Next time you organize something, <laughs> can I help you?" Yeah, absolutely. That's not a bad yeah. thing. Yeah. I don't really want to, though. <laughs> That's all right. That's. The, the, if there's something that you want that matches your career, like where's yeah. your career goals? Yeah. Where? I don't know. Yeah. So once you know that, then you can yeah. start saying, well, if I do want to be a leader or I do want to, then I can start being seen as that by organizing events. Because in Drew, science, you've got, to, you've got to volunteer for stuff. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you look at Justin Chalker, who's a fan of the show. 
You've got to volunteer for... Yeah, yeah, right? To, he yeah. volunteers for all sorts. He's a very good public speaker and he's now known as the guy that if you need someone to talk at your science in the pub event or science in whatever, like he's just great. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of his personal brand is yeah. a great speaker yeah. about um, uh, health and environment topics with chemistry, like materials. Yeah. Mm. So he just said yes to a lot of stuff because mm. it matched his brand. I haven't said no to anything. Good. Good. <laughs> yeah, well, so I, uh, I got a few. So, I mean, the publication list is the old classic way of letting people know, I guess, how many publications you do. There's yeah. nothing else there, no. really. So that's making sure your Scopus and Google Scholar are up to date. Yep. yep. Something that Chris does meticulously. Uh, I do. On, I do. And it's very easy to correct Web of Science and Scopus. You just send them an email or yeah, a feedback so, form. Yep. Easy so, done. Chris, you said that's really easy. So the next thing you should that uh, you should do is at least have a dec- a good institutional web page. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. Andy's, yours at UniSA said that you were at World Global University. <laughs> uh, so you obviously were taking that very seriously. Oh, so, yeah. That's the old cheeky scientist there, I believe. That's the rude scientist, <laughs> I think. Uh, and Chris, your institutional web page where you've been working for the last 12 years, there's no photograph uh, and oh, there's yeah. um, no discussion of what you do. Isn't there? No. No, there isn't. Although I did add today that I'm a CI and a linkage grant. It's it's heading the right direction, mate. Oh, yeah. you did that much? Yeah, I did that, yeah. That's good. Yeah. good. yeah, I mean, it took me most of the day to work out how to do it, <laughs> but uh, I did it. But you're right, there's loads more I could put on there. Uh, something that I saw someone who has uh, been around less time than me mm-hmm. and has a perhaps even more junior position than me have the, has their own group website yes. already. Whoa. Something that I've thought about doing but just haven't committed the time to. Yeah. Mm. But that makes me perceive them as very professional. There that we are, they yeah. have their own group website yep. already. It does have that connotation, the group website. Straight away I'm thinking that's professional. Yeah, absolutely. I can't help it. Yeah. So if I had I gotta think of a name now. You know, Cameron's Catalyst uh, consortium. Uh, uh, no, it's the triple, here, the mate. triple C. I love it. I love it. Web page. Yeah. Just saying. I don't don't need to mention that the the group members are me uh, only. No, you could just do your publications and stuff. Yeah, yeah. you and could say things. you collaborate with and then link it to um, all these yeah. other people. Gibbo's group, you know, Gibbo's <laughs> gaggly group or something, you know. You don't have a uh, okay. I'll do that when you have a web page. Ooh. <laughs> Do you uh, just a quick question? Do you have any idea how to generate a web page? Andy does. He's got one. Yeah, I got loads. All right, I'll air task you onto web page. Oh, brilliant! All right, right. easy. Done. Five dollars. Thank you. What do you mean, LinkedIn, Andy, for personal branding? I that- used to think it was a load of shit, but then I realised that I just didn't like my job and didn't want to tell people about it. Mm-hmm. Now it is so brutally honest. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I like think I, that's what I realised. Yeah. Um, but now it is a fantastic tool because Facebook is rubbish. Yeah. Twitter will never have the longevity. And LinkedIn is at the moment, and obviously this will change in the future, that it is a great place to build your personal brand, no doubt, because it's got no personal stuff on it. Mm. You yep. are genuinely building your career um, uh, brand. So there's no games. There's no games. No, no one's asking you to do was it Farmville or whatever it is? What? Candy Crush, all yeah, these things. Like all of them. It's just so today, for example, with Verbalize.science, I went on and I was like, 
I did a little story like startups are tough. They move quickly and you need to stay responsive. Part of me staying agile as a startup is to, you know, look at customer demands and respond to market trends. So I feel like it's time now to change my name to better reflect blah, blah, blah. Okay. Introducing verbalize.science, right? Yep. Immediately, 20 people, but not just 20 friends likes, like, oh, but just yeah. like people are like, no, you're not your dad. Yeah, not my dad, not my, you know, whatever. It's genuine people that have got, a, I've got a business connection to that need to know that information. Mm -hmm. So it, hopefully in my mind, they now, I'm now starting to evolve into like entrepreneur business world. Obviously it's going to take much more than just a post, mm. but that's part of, I guess, my long-term vision. Yeah. Yep. And what about, so, I mean, you said you didn't like it as a scientist, but do you, like, <sighs> I, I do have like where I'm working and like yep. the, the career path is on there but I, I don't i'm not i don't look at linkedin ever yeah i think i think linkedin for scientists i think there's better places at the moment yeah so is it if i were to focus on having my own personal web page yeah or a good linkedin that maybe i'm posting stuff on once or twice a week what what do you LinkedIn. think linkedin over over a absolutely web page? because yeah. with a with a web page you've got to drive traffic to that web page yeah with linkedin it's the it's like your own web it's like a web page that's in their system mm -hmm. that you can just keep adding to um yeah you just won't get the traffic on your own you yeah. have it there as a, as like a sort of like a backup uh and something you control completely which yes. is important but linkedin like drew evans i mean going back to someone yeah. that's really well branded what, what he does on linkedin yeah yeah he's on it and it gives you the ability to put small posts mm. and i've heard of people paying ghostwriters to produce content for it wow do you know what i mean like so that's how I, important someone thinks it is yeah so it's like i need to be known as a thought leader in this area so here we are ghostwriter go write me a 600 word article on this and i'll post it as my thoughts using airtasker using airtasker probably yeah for example this is this okay. this podcast is just lots of connections yeah this yeah podcast. it really I should, is i should oh i'll, I'll I'll look at LinkedIn again, I yeah. think. Me too. I'm inspired. I think I've got Chalker's on page. there. Is he? Absolutely. He's yeah. also on uh, Twitter. Yeah. So uh, Twitter or LinkedIn then for me is a serious scientist. LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah. Do I post uh, funny pictures? On LinkedIn? Do, uh, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Science <laughs> pictures? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, if, you, yeah. if, so if, I, your... if I'm like, oh, hey, I've got this yellow solution or I'm more like iron chloride's yellow. Yeah, is that a? I tell you what, <laughs> is that a good one? I saw someone uh, who was doing bioplastics, and she puts up every so often a small video of a new bioplastic she's made. Then she flexes it. Yeah, and it's like a two-second video, and she's like, "Wow, made my!" And it's always back to that same thing: making my bio. I'm, I know her in my mind as the bioplastic girl. So if yeah. you did something similar, yeah. with catalysts, yeah, then maybe They're it would like help. Cameron That's Catalyst. Cameron Catalyst Consortium. Yeah. Yeah. Cameron Catalyst Consortium. I yeah. love it. The triple C. Is there a C. better word than consortium that starts uh, with a Collective. Ooh. It's it sounds like a cult. Can there Ooh. be Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> what was the middle one? Catalyst. Cameron Catalyst Cult. There we are. Brilliant. I love it. Uh, Instagram? No, fuck it. I Fuck them. All Unless right. it's really image-based, although there is yeah. a load of people saying that Instagram is becoming more important for science and science communication, but unless it's unless your stuff really looks good, yes. it's pointless. What about MySpace? 
Uh, sure, it would be fine for you, Chris. Wasn't the word easier when there was just Facebook? I mean, I'm I, I completely old, agree. 32, yeah, off my lawn. But um, <laughs> the problem was that everyone's mum joined Facebook. Yeah, that that was the problem, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, something that I noticed uh, the other day. What about just branding within your department? Mm. So the uh, the other day, someone I'm still getting my Flinders Uni emails. Mm-hmm. Someone wrote an email to the entire uh, faculty. No, college. And they CC'd in the Deputy Vice-Chancellor of Research and their email was, just wanted to congratulate this person on winning a recent award at a conference. All right. So now in terms of their personal brand, how would you describe that person based on that email to someone else? So the person who won the the award didn't write the email. No, but their supervisor did. I'm not sure, but maybe. But how does that make you perceive them? I am a little jealous of the person who won the award mm-hmm. and I think that the person who wrote the email is a bit of a wanker. There we are. So oh, so maybe that backfired. That then, backfired I guess. on them because yeah. they want to be like, look how successful my group is, yeah. right? But it's completely backfired for their personal brand because my thought was exactly the same thing. Like, oh, that's a little bit show-offish. Yeah. Mm. They're a little bit of a brag. I thought mm. they sounded self-absorbed and therefore I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so so yeah. yeah, so it worked well for their student. Yeah, which mm. I mean, a good supervisor sh- that should be all they care about. Yeah, but, yeah. Like there are other ways. So um, at least in our the two institutions I've been involved in, mm. there's the opportunity to promote those successes on like a weekly or monthly bulletin or something. Yeah, yeah. Probably more the the place to put those yeah. things. Mm. Uh, what about these people who just uh, outside their office they have a pin board? And they just put like the first page of papers up. Brilliant. I think people who do that are pretty amazing. You do it. I do yours it. is falling off. I walked past yours the other week. I know. I had, to, I had to sort of put them up all around the lab to impress some people and I didn't print yeah. them out again. I just sort of yeah, sort of cannibalized them from my own board and I haven't, yeah. I haven't put them up again. If it's to show to your fellow colleagues that your brand, you know, you want to be seen as the person that does all this stuff, yeah. then I think that's great. Uh, is it perceived potentially? I mean, this is something, once again, you would have to ask other people about mm-hmm. it. But is that's it perceived? Reason, that's definitely the reason I did it. Yeah. I think I did it. To, it was basically to say, look, I do lots of stuff. It, what's it, is it perceived that way, though, do you reckon? Everyone kind of does it. So I'm not sure if that's mm. diluted significantly. Because everyone seems to have a notice board with the first page of papers on it. Like, so I'm not sure. But is it? No one else has it like overloading like yours does yeah that's true is it better to put a box in the middle and say and have a const like rotating each one you get a new paper because every time someone walks past that they just look at it and go oh it's all the papers it would just lose it would just be pieces of paper if it's not changing why not do the first page as an a naught (laughs) <laughs> and then just change it once yeah. every couple of months. Exactly. So, like, maybe have a square in the middle that's like <laughs> shaking his head. It's good. This is Chris. Belief. I like. It's like it. He's like, it's going the right way. I think I'm going to try that and see what happens. But just like you, a little you can't print anything in a naught. I can get Office Works to do it <laughs> <laughs> because when someone looks at it, what do you want? You want them to look at it and go, "That guy is." Productive. I want them to look at it and then I want them to laugh firstly because you would. If I saw a first page of a paper, A0, I'd think, 
that's funny. And then I might think they're a wanker. Right. So maybe A0 isn't the way to go. Mm. But if you want them to look at it and go, this guy is productive, yeah. then making sure they know it's new, changing the page each time you do get a publication and having like making that sure that they can see it's different. Yeah. I suppose when anyway. you've only got A4, it does look like a wall of text. Yeah. And the first page of the paper really isn't interesting. Mm. Like it's just the title, right? Mm. I mean, the abstract, but no one's actually going to read them. Mm. All right, I like what, it how sometimes I see people would have like just summaries of their research or mm-hmm. or I like I like the posters covers conferences. Yeah, covers are good. People put covers up a lot. Yeah. But mm. uh, like there's different layers of branding, I guess. Like, Absolutely. Like internal, external and yeah. you know, different levels of, of everything. Yeah. Any other thoughts? No, I thought that was that uh, turned out to be quite a good topic. Thanks. I learned something in that topic. Good on you. Our next section is Science This, where we use our transferable science skills to science the shit out of an everyday activity. And this week, the activity is engineering the perfect accent. And that's from Triple B. Triple B. Thank you, Triple B. Um, Engineering. Engineering the perfect accent. Is it science? Such a good science-y... So I've used the term engineering something in in a title of a paper. Okay instant acceptance they love yeah, it yeah the they love it they love the hot, engineering it's a hot thing to add that you're engineering it's like you're mm. it's like you're tailoring it perfectly but it's oh they love it's it it's like you're doing science but like yeah. useful science that's what it sounds like yeah it um, sounds like you know what you're doing that's right that's right uh, triple b <laughs> says uh and this was from the forum he said the real reason for starting this is because as a brit turned half aussie by my 14 years of living in Radelaide, my accent specific, kind of Canadian, Aussie and British, but recently it's gone full ocker due to constantly listening to you people. Well, mainly Chris, lol. Mm. Uh, what's lol mean again? Lol means uh, lots of love. Anyway. Oh, thanks, Triple B. No one likes my new accent. They think I'm putting it on Crocodile Duns- Dundee style. Uh, so he wants to know, how would we engineer the perfect uh, accent, go. All right. So, engineering the perfect accent. That's what I just said. Here we go. That's what I said. All of that. First three words I've written. This is difficult. <laughs> so what I've what I'm so the way I'm approaching this is we've got 195 different countries. Right. I have no idea how many languages we have in the world. Did you Did you put that to Google? I did. I did. I didn't know there was 195 countries in the world until I yeah. until I googled. What about the language thing? Did you? I forgot to put in oh, how many. That's languages what I asked. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I think forgot. there'd be more than 195 languages. Oh, I'd say yeah. so. Yeah. And within those languages, um, you've got accents within those languages as well. Yeah. So let's say that there's about a thousand different accents. Okay. Out there. I'm fine we're going to work Is only you, you doing peepot maths there. <laughs> yep. We're only going to work with English. Okay. I'm talking about. The perfect accented English. Oh, I think I did the same thing. Yeah, that's the way I'm approaching this. Yeah. And what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to allow natural selection and evolution to have already produced the perfect accent. What? How? You and mean what up, we're going up to, to this point right up now? Up until this point. Oh, so you're okay. saying that that accent exists right it now? It exists. And what my job is to try and find it. I see. All right. Good. Now, accent... For what situation? For what purpose? Think about it. To let someone know you're from a certain area and they shouldn't fight you. No, I've decided to say... Singing. 
For for example, you might have the perfect accent for romantic situations. Like French. French maybe speak in English. Maybe. So how are you going to determine the perfect accent for romantic situations? All right? Yeah. So we're going to need a section of text to be read in every accent possible. Yeah. A statistically significant number of people are going to have to assess it. What, what have- number? So I've put down 100,000 and I don't know why. 100,000. It's going to be a lot That's of people. a lot of people, mate. <laughs> um, because we're going to take uh, 100 people from each of the different accents. So there's 1,000 accent and 100. You love I'm 100. With, I'm with you with you the math, You can't go mate. against me on this. No, no. Like the math So we need 100,000 people. Now, it's not that simple because... You could have um, someone reading a, a section of text, text in all these different accents. Yeah. But what about their voice? What about their voice? The roundness. What about the roundness? The timber. The, tim- the, the sexy huskiness of the voice. Yes. Like someone like you, you've got that sort of weedy, yes. weasley deep, tone. Deep, lovely That's voice. not going to sound sexy. So we're going to no. need categories of, of tone, I'm going to call it. Right. I haven't really uh, put anything on these these categories. All right. Okay. One end will be Weasley. The other end will Hang be... Hang on, why am I the worst? <laughs> why are you the worst? I don't think... Uh, I don't think if anyone's Weasley, I think I have the most Weasley. He's got a way worse accent. Perfect. Than, so even better. Even better. So Weasley would be, yeah. say, Schmoopy. And, and, and then, he's Weasley in all other facets of his entire being, but not his <laughs> hey, voice. Hey, you leave my face out of this. We're going accents. <laughs> when you're wrong, you're wrong. You absolutely, you absolutely agree, Schmoopy. You are the Weasley of us in terms of uh, vocal talent. Um, and then the other end would be sort of uh, masculine beauty or something like that. Yeah. that sort of, and like, in between are gradations, five gradations. Okay. And so what we have to do is we have to monitor <laughs> the, um, the bodily functions of every 100,000 Every every person, not bodily functions. Uh, you know, sweat response, okay. pupil dilation. The, his standard arousal. thing when he does yeah. this, when he does this form of science, this he yeah. always uses that. Okay, this my the, standard, my standard. The Gibson sort of method. Yeah, and and we and so uh, uh, rather than getting people to fill out a questionnaire because people can lie on questionnaires, and the other thing is uh, there would be some bias, so people probably would tend to be more favourable towards accents that sound like their own. Yeah. So you've got to have a big sample size. There's yeah. no getting around it. And from that, we would determine which accent is currently the best for romantic situations. Perfect. Now, what's going to be the best accent for science? What The clearest accent that you this can get. This is what I want to ask you guys. Information across with no problem. My, my feeling was it would be an accent that's the most believable. Okay. You sure. know what I mean? Like science, you want it, you want someone's telling you something scientific, you want a you want an accent that sounds believable, trustworthy. Hang on, but the I think the most famous science accent is David David Attenborough. Would you okay. agree? Ooh. Now is that trustworthy? Yeah, I find his okay. Oh, his well, that's fine. Is All right. Like, he could tell me anything. One your it. your mini hypothesis has been proven. Yeah. But maybe the second or also in Perhaps a similar level would be the um, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Uh, and he has a very different he's got accent very, yeah. and voice tone to Richard Attenborough. Yeah. Ooh, See, Richard Attenborough is on your Weasley end. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Neil yeah, deGrasse yeah, yeah, Tyson yeah. is on your baritone end. Yeah, that's very true. And then there's something about scientists with German accents I trust as well. There's that stereotypical, <laughs> you know, Einstein sort of accent. Yeah, right. but I just believe him. him. Hmm? 
Do we have you ever heard him speak? Uh, no, I've only, ever, is, I've only awesome. ever heard people do impressions of Einstein, <laughs> but I, I believe them. I just I believe think, them. It sounds scientific. I think he's on the Weasleyer end as well, to be honest. That yeah, could just be the be. recording. So anyway, we need... Uh, this is a win for Weasley speakers. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe for science, weaselness wins. Yeah. It could very well, well be. I mean, weaseling onto papers is perhaps the most important <laughs> thing you can do as a scientist. So if you could weasel your way on with your weasley voice so and your weasley face, that's I'm right. in. <laughs> you, you guys are improving my science this it by the second. It. It Thank, you. It. Thank you. Anyway, uh, another couple of questions for you. So yeah. we're going to get someone to say something scientific yeah. um, to a bunch of non-scientists and okay. it's going to be a scientific statement that is incorrect. All right. That's how we're going to test the believability. The uh-huh. sun goes around the earth. Yeah. Something like that. Okay. And then we're going to determine, and if it's believable enough, people will go, oh my God, that, that, that yes, must be of true. course. Yeah. This statement the, is false. Yes, exactly. And that's the Ooh. best um, scientific <laughs> <true>. accent. true. <laughs> and then we're going to do that for all the different situations that we consider relevant. But I still think from this, this methodology I developed, we can come up with the perfect accent for everything. So we would have accents, different accents for all the different scenarios, but there would have to be one accent that would on average be best. score best overall. Yeah. It may not be the best in each individual category, yeah. but overall it would average out to be the best. Yep. And that would be the accent we would choose as our perfect accent. Good. All right. I see why boom, you. I see, I see why you wanted to go first, Chris, because you took the most obvious uh, route possible. Oh, actually, no, no, you couldn't beat this one. I was actually going to say accentless language and just say robot computer voice. <laughs> <laughs> T- tell me, I beat that. that tell me, I beat that. that. You did nah, beat that. Nah. Oh, no, no, no. Right. You would prefer ro- robot computer voice. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. All right, Gibson All right. done. Guys, 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 guys. He's already done a thousand people. I know. 100,000 actually. Yeah, he did 100,000. <laughs> and there was a thousand in there at some point. Um, and he said 100 another time. Why, yeah, I did. Why are we just, why are we calling it an accent? Because let's just get to the bare bones of what this is. Mm-hmm. This is a speech impediment that a lot of people share. That's all an accent is. Well, a Birmingham accent is. It's a speech that. impediment that, for some reason, they share around. Is there? A, can I just pause for a second? Is there an English accent? You know, Jonathan Ross. Yeah. He pronounces his R's as W's. Yeah. Like Jonathan Wass. Yeah. Is that an actual accent no, in England? No, he's got a, a speech impediment. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. A but lot of English people talk like that. That well, but there are some really posh areas where instead of saying no, they mm-hmm. say no. Sorry, instead of saying yes, they say ears. Ooh. So it's like what? Yeah, look like what this. Is like that? this. I, I saw a comedian do it once, and he was like, "Hey, Rupert, could you get the horse from the stables?" Uh. Ears. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I get it. <laughs> Good bit. So what I'm doing is thinking, well, how do I just cause people to have different levels of speech impediment? And so we what because what we need to do is get to the point where. It's still understandable because we want an accent. We don't want just weird noises that people don't understand. Mm. So let's just start with like just a flat. I'm going to say not the Queen's English because that's an accent in itself. But I'm just talking like a neutral English kind of like answer machine 
the, uh, voice. Robot voice. Okay. Maybe roboty, but no, like a little bit of tone, but not much, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. But is this like I feel like there's like a movie accent? Exactly. Yeah. A, it, Actually, every it's an accent that every Irish person does when they sing. Because they lose their accent mm. entirely, right? I noticed that. Yeah. yeah so you, that is interesting. People do lose their accents when they so sing, except for the proclaimers. So let's start there. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> so let's start there. Let's just say this is our like singing accent. So it's understandable. It's kind of universal for some reason, and no one knows why. Okay. But we'll start there, and we'll get all these singers lined up. They've got these perfect um, voices, these accentless accent, voices. accentless kind of just not monotone, not monotone, but just flat uh, accents. I'm then on, I'm on board. I got to make them speak different. Ooh. So I'm going to start removing teeth. Oh, okay. a new a new mouth so you, surgery was coming into you this. You could you could just ask them to what? Remove Sp- their own teeth. Speak differently. No, no, because it needs to be proper. And it, you know, I can't just have actors up there. You're yeah. going to hack off gotta bits have, of their tongue yeah, at some point. Yeah. Well, I'm pleased you said that. I knew it. Um so I'm going to start removing some teeth and they're going to speak. So you know like with brain surgery how they open up the brain and then they start cutting and they wake the person up mm. and some of them get them to play like an instrument if they play an instrument and then when they start m- messing up they then stop it- cutting that's what i'm going to do there's going to be someone watching this person having their teeth removed and the person's going to be like just reading like from Ooh. a book like what smaller side what would we get cameron to do what would we get cameron to do when we're doing brain surgery on him and Ooh. when he starts screwing it up what would it be uh dribbling a basketball <laughs> Is there space in a surgery for me to be dribbling a basketball? We'd make it. What would we do to you? Uh, get me to say all the swear words I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be calibrating cantilevers. Oh, shut up. Um, so you're going to be there with someone opposite and they're going to remove a teeth. Tooth. Kung, and then they're going to be like, blah, 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 this book. And they're going to, no, nope, can still understand it. Fine. Fung. There goes another one, right? So it's, it, we're just going to go all that way and we're going to do that with all these people and then we'll say, right, that is now an accent. Okay. All right. The moment where <laughs> they this terrible, start... Just lisp. It's just weird. They can't, and Okay, it's bad enough that I, it's now an accent. I, I can't understand what they're saying. It's, yeah. they're, they're speaking English, but with an accent. Uh, we're also going to do them with a tongue. We're going to remove bits of their tongue. Bits mm-hmm. of tongue. Yeah, we're going to just slowly <laughs> chop that off. Um, you lips. kind of... Stick it, stick a tongue to the bottom or top of the mouth. Yeah, so I'm in there. Uh, oh, it's, sorry, it's coming. It's of coming. course, you've thought about that. Uh, putting <laughs> cotton wool in their mouth, kind of the same, like just kind of forcing yeah. things. Marlon Brando in the Godfather. There we are, exactly that. Uh, and drugging them. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so we're gonna not s- first. Sorry. Any painkillers involved in any of these procedures? No uh, pain givers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> just take them all to an English pub, fill them with booze, and then, and then get them into a fight. That's how the English accent came about. Ah, that's yeah. what happens. And remove, remove some teeth. They're drugged. What is yep. it? Isn't it like every city in England has a different city where they say, "Oh, that's the Chelsea smile," or "That's the Nottingham oh, God, Green"? Yeah. Or... Well, the Glasgow kiss is a headbutt. Yeah. 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 Um, but of course, so now what we've got is an accent that's. Uh, on the border of being understood and not so now it's an officially an accent right mm-hmm. it's on the border of being understood by some people an extra tooth an extra bit of tongue removed it's you know it goes too far mm. 
So we've yeah, got that. So we've we, got those limits. So you put that tongue back. Or? We put it back on. We sew you it. Do. Yeah, we sew it back on. Oh, mate. you don't just walk away. No, no, no. Well, no. We leave that person, and we <laughs> oh, the next okay. person we don't remove as much. Maybe okay, you yeah. need some clones. We do. No, no. We just get loads of people. There's uh-huh. loads of people. Yeah. Um, clones aren't likely to agree to this, Chris. Yeah, I don't know if they're cloned. Clones are the answer <laughs> to everything. <laughs> Clones are the answer to uh, everything. So that's one aspect. And the second one, Chris, you touched on it. Thank you. An accent has to be sexy. Mm. I don't... I has do not, to be. Ha, has to be. I do not care what you say, right? Mm-hmm. In the UK, guess what I was? Guess what I was in the UK? Not sexy. Not sexy at all. Yeah. Right? Oh, I am oozing sexiness in this country. In Australia, yeah, you are. Right? Yeah. I turned up, I was the sexy English guy. I From afar. You. From a- <laughs> <laughs> like a long, long way away. You're like a dot on the horizon. <laughs> and no one can hear you either. You're real big on radio. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so England's like your kryptonite. Yeah, that's right. I can't go there because I'd never be able to get a partner. Um, yeah. And so but I'm much happier But you've got here. one anyway. You mean you're not even trying, right? Yeah, here. It's easy. I can walk down the street and people are just like, <laughs> oh my God, it's that guy. And I'm like, what? And they're like, oh, what a lovely accent. Where's he, where are you from? Yeah. And it's just brilliant. It just works. Anyway. Lord. So we've got all these, all these different accents with different removed parts of the mouth, whatever. But now it's got to be sexy. So I'm sending these people, once we've figured out all the combos... I'm sending them on literal blind dates. <laughs> I'm removing their eyes and I'm removing the eyes of the person they're dating. Body horror. What about a blindfold? Well, they can peep. <laughs> <laughs> Who cut the, the, cut no, their no, hands guys. off. <laughs> Who the... F- <laughs> What would you rather? What would you rather? Your eyes gouged out. Can you give him a choice, Andy? Either what a, blind, would you a blindfold and no hands, or no eyes but hands. Oh, look, Cameron! I'll at least give Fuck, them. That the is option. a tough one. That is a tough one. Holy shit! All right. So look, I'll give him the option. I don't give a shit. That's fine. Either or. Oh, that's not, there's not an important part of this. Not not. But someone's losing me, body parts, though, aren't they? What loser, when they're wearing a blindfold, doesn't peep? One's I, playing by the rules, Andy. I peep all the time. The ones without hands aren't peeping. Do not blindfold me, because I will peep. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. All right. Anyway, Noted. so I'm sending them on uh, these blind dates where we remove their eyes or hands so they can't remove the blindfolds. Um <laughs> And the people with that had all the different mouth things go on, they just say a really unsexy sentence. Um, the sense, the sentence I want them to say is, "I've just fed the dog." All right, the <laughs> least—it's not sexy. Yeah, but I mean, chores can be sexy. Not feeding the dog chores. Uh, you're not married yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like, honey, I've just fed the dog. Oh, really? <laughs> Um, so they're going to say I've just fed the dog and the person who's had their eyes removed that hasn't had the mouth mutilation bit Mm -hmm. uh, they're going to they're going to see if they want to date them any further okay and the person that's had the mouth mutilation that gets a good portion (laughs) of dates is the best accent 
boom, thank you. <laughs> you know, I was worried that mine was going to be the worst. I don't feel so concerned anymore. You didn't hear him? He said, boom, thank you. <laughs> it's over, Chris. I know, I know, I know. Uh, Usually that works. Andy, thank you. Well done, mate. Well thank done. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Snoopy, let's, um, let's hear it. Let's have it. Let's hear it, dead weight. Well, you both owe me for making me go last. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to involve you you guys a little bit in oh, this one. Perfect. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Love, love it. Here we go. So I've had a bit of ex- experience changing my accent. And so Andy, so have you. Ooh. Um, so I was living in Germany for a little, for two years. Ah, yeah. And yeah. just some words that I said in my normal way, they just couldn't understand mm. just because of the little mm-hmm. eccentricity mm-hmm. of the Australian accent. Yeah. Not that I have a particularly strong accent, I don't think. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I did find that I was changing words that I said, so mm. not, not saying some things or even completely changing my sentence structure to yep. more match the way that they spoke English, which mm. is probably more grammatically correct yeah, um, than what I do in my own. Mm. Very uh, good, very good. And, and Andy, you want to share how you've changed your accent? Yeah. Because uh, you're not from uh, wherever your accent is. Good day. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, so uh, I'm meant to have my local accent. My local accent is from Plymouth. So I, I'm like, all right, father. Like I should be really like farmery. I mean, this is probably a little bit more than I should have, but it's probably like, all right, how are you doing, mate? Oh, all right, my bird. Um, all of those things, right? <laughs> so different. And what was that? I and we heard your father on the podcast, yeah. and, and he has that accent. He has the accent, right? It's so, so exotic. Thank you, thank you. Actually, I tell you what, I wish I had that now. God, yeah. Could you imagine? But um, you then did uh, a bunch of university in Wales. In didn't Wales, you? and yep. that's a very different accent. So different. But I, I don't you, think I you picked didn't up want to much take there. that on. No, 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 I don't hear anything Welsh no. in your accent. No, 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 very good. So. I think that the key to a good accent yep. is that it sounds good, mm-hmm. it's easy to say, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's understandable. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's easy to say. You mean like it's so, not too hard for the person saying it? Yeah. Right. So the like languages evolve in these accents basically around those three things. Yeah. So they at the time you they think it sounds good, is easy to say, and that's how they evolve. Um, and people around kind of speak the same and then yeah. it has to be understood or yeah. else it, it like, wouldn't work. That's the evolution of an accent, yeah. those three things. And so what we have now is we have our three corners of an optimization triangle. Oh, the old optimization triangle. Love it. So I don't know if, if are these in any other field apart from science, optimization there's triangle? There's the fire triangle. Is there? What's that? It's like Ooh. in fire safety, there's fuel, oxygen and heat. You ah. remove any one of those yes. and the fire stops. Well, so that's a very similar thing here. All right. So our optimization triangle there is sounds good, easy to say and understandable. Yeah. Uh, I first came across the optimization triangle in solar cell research mm. ah. where the triangle is efficiency, cost and lifetime. Yes. Mm. And generally you would see on in some fields of solar cell research which aren't as good as others they would bring up this optimization triangle and say here are the three things but you can only choose two Mm. (laughs) that's what they'd say yeah it's because the what their field of research was so limited they will never ever be able to do all three three. and so maybe you shouldn't be doing all three yeah Uh, but that's another debate so what 
so in these scientific fields, people would bring up optimization triangles and then say, you can only choose two. Mm-hmm. So which two do we choose for accents? I don't give a shit about it if it's easy or hard to say. <laughs> okay. So it needs so, to be easy to two? understand. And the first one was... Sounds good. Sounds, sounds good. good. That's, that's what I care about. And understandable. So sounds good, easy to say, understandable. Don't care about the middle one. All right. Yeah. So I think that um, what we can do is I think each of us can give an example uh, of, of what these might sound like. And I've already chosen some accents ah, to perfect. do. Yes. Uh, and so I'll start. So I think that the an accent that's easy to say and it's understandable is the Australian accent. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because we're, we're quite lazy in the way that we speak. You're going to do the Australian accent. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I'm not sure that this but is fake you news. do it all the time. But they said that the Australian accent evolved because you were mainly drunk. Okay. Yeah. So it's easy to it's say. It's easy to say. You can yeah, say it when you, you're drunk. We don't have to move our mouth Have you ever much, listened so to an speak? Australian crawl song? No. It is very difficult to understand. Well, but some, some songs it is hard to understand. You know what I'm saying? They're saying the boys light up. That's the, well done. <laughs> I can understand speak. the Australian accent. <laughs> you do speak Australian. Well done. I had no all idea. right, so we're all yep. going to read the same uh, same thing, and I'm going to give each of you an accent to, to okay. say it in. Perfect. All right, oh, so I'm bad. I'm bad we're just going to read under the the dots just yep. the first sentence. All right. So under morphine, Billy had a dream of giraffes in a garden. What? Say that again? Under morphine. Under morphine, Billy had a dream of giraffes in a garden. Oh, lovely. Yes. So that's it with the Australian accent. Yep. So Andy, I've got one for you All here. Right. So uh, I'm giving you sounds good yep. and is understandable. Okay. So you've got the one that you didn't want. So you, this is the hard to oh, say okay. one. Okay, yep. Uh, and this is the really posh English accent, like your yep. one where they go, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Girls. Under morphine, Billy had a dream of giraffes in a garden. <laughs> so there we go. All right. And now, Gibbo. Here we go. So you're going to be reading this. And so I've, I've thought of an accent that is sound sounds good and is easy to say, but it's hard to understand. And your wife is Irish. And I think the <laughs> Irish... <laughs> I think the Irish accent fits perfectly for sounds good and easy to say. So, Gibbo, please read that with it, with your Irish accent. Come right, on, I, mate. Have, I have to get into the mood of it. So, there's a movie called... Uh, not what is it? There's, a, there's a scene in a movie where the guy... This is how I have to get into the accent. And he was talking to him. He goes, I taught you were selling drugs. I taught you were selling drugs. Under morphine, Billy had a dream of giraffes. That good. was very <laughs> nice. good, Gibbo. Yeah. yeah, that's from the commitments. That, yes. that that first line. I taught you I was selling drugs. Mm. Yeah, there you go. All right, Thank so you. Oh, we've had the three of our optimization triangles. Which yep. two to choose? Yep. Uh, do we want to vote, or listeners can let us know? Let us know, uh, yeah. listeners. Yeah. Which of the which of the two uh, pillars of optimization uh, or corners of optimization should we go for? Cameron, that almost brought me to tears. That was brilliant. Well Mm. done. Music is provided by the awesome Adelaide-based band Boyce Rom. Go check out their stuff on their Bandcamp website. Also, remember to subscribe to us on your favourite podcast app. Like the Facebook page, join in the forum. Any man's on it. Buy our mugs and leave us a review on wherever you get this podcast because it helps us a lot. Cameron. 
You were just listening to Published Territory Podcast, and it was brought to you this week by our future sponsor, LinkedIn. Oh, and he recommends get your branding out there via LinkedIn. Link it in. LinkedIn, indeed. Great final farewells. Goodbye from Gibbo. Goodbye. Bye.